0: KYW original podcasts. This is a Flashpoint Extra. I'm Flashpoint host, Cherry Greg. Dr. Yusuf Salam was in Philadelphia this week for the 10th anniversary of the Pennsylvania Innocence Project. Dr. Yusuf Salam, if you have not heard of him, He is one of the so-called Central Park Five, now known as the Exonerated Five. They were wrongfully convicted of rape of a Central Park jogger back in 1989. They were exonerated in 2002 and compensated by New York City. Take a listen to my one-on-one interview. So, Dr. Yusuf Salaam, welcome back to Philadelphia.
1: Thanks for having me. So
0: we're here at the National Constitution Center celebrating the 10th anniversary of the Innocence Project of Pennsylvania. Uh, It's a big deal because when you, I mean, what happened to you, there were no projects like this.
1: Absolutely. I think that what they're doing is amazing. And for it to be here in PA, I mean, there's a lot that needs to happen in Pennsylvania. There's a lot that's not happening in Pennsylvania. And I feel like once it happens here, it will ripple around the country. And it's what we need.
0: Yeah, it's definitely what we need. And so you're going to be the keynote speaker today. You're going to have a keynote conversation. Um, But a lot of the people in this room understand what you've been through. Some of them actually have been wrongfully convicted themselves. What do you say to folks like that?
1: You know, the thing about it is that it's, it's, it's a difficult thing for the outside world to understand what it is that they're looking at. You know, a lot of us have been falling forward and trying to make something of ourselves and trying to put our lives back together. And, of course, as you can imagine, it's the most difficult thing to do because no services are out there that makes us whole, right? There's one thing about making a person whole through compensation, but that doesn't even make a person whole. Mm -hmm. You need services. You have to look at people who have been run over by the spike wheels of justice and almost imagine that these are prisoners of of war. Mm -hmm. And so when people come back from war you at least make sure that they have a, a process that reacclimates them back into society so that they can become productive citizens. A lot of times they just let you go. So as an exonerated person, you kind of have gone through this process and then you just get let go. I had a different track, right? And so I came home to parole. I, I came home to restrictions. I came home to having to follow rules and regulations as opposed to being completely free. And so it's almost a disservice to not give people who have been found innocent any services. You have to give them services.
0: Yeah, and I want to touch upon that because in Pennsylvania, we do not in this Commonwealth um, provide any compensation whatsoever or any support for exonerated people. You were treated as someone who who had done the crime, even though you were later exonerated and you got more support than our folks who are let set free.
1: Exactly. That is an atrocity. Exactly. I mean, every every everything should be done to make a person part of the franchise again. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, when you look at a person who's done one year in prison, two years, three years, decades, you have to then begin to say, hey, we are going to make sure that you get free health care, you get education, you get everything mm-hmm. that can help you be well in society, not nothing. Yeah. Because giving someone nothing causes them to... It's almost like a double slap in the face. Yeah. You know, you've been vilified and run over by the Spike was just the first time. And now here you are looking around and twirling your thumbs. Everything has changed and you are not even given an opportunity to take a class on how to utilize the services that are out here, how to figure out. You know, like in New York City, we, we went from having tokens to Metro cards, yeah. you know. And so that whole transition was like, what what's that? How do I use that? you know and then of course you get on the train and you're like swiping <laughs> these cards and <laughs> yeah. they're not they're not working and you're like getting fed up you know so it's that whole learning curve mm-hmm. you know and it's more than that too but it's about the it's about the whole person it's about looking at individuals and trying to figure out how do we make the system work i mean exoneries are a great example that we need to make sure that if we have a criminal justice system that's just that it works, that it makes sure that we're putting the right people in prison as opposed to the wrong people. You look at the Central Park Jagger case and you yes. kind of reference it in relations to everyone else. And you say to yourself, hold on. Because they went after us, there was a young pregnant Latina woman who lost her life because they thought they had the right people. And the real criminal was out there committing more
0: crime. Mm-hmm. That's the collateral effect. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so now, but in this time since you were exonerated and uh, you and your comrades were compensated and not saying that that compensation was enough, you've, there's since been a tide change. Uh, the films that talks about your story, all of these things are compounding and it seems to be a shift. We even have President Donald Trump who talking about criminal justice reform and we know it, what he did in, in the instance of your case. Yeah. It's just I mean, <laughs> you just look at me like I know, but we even have we even have people who would never who were totally, uh, uh, you know, on the other side now saying that criminal justice reform and change is necessary. Your thoughts on that? Do you feel like it's real or do you feel like it's a bandwagon situation? It's
1: Definitely a bandwagon situation. I mean, think about it like this. If we wanted to change the system tomorrow, we could change the system tomorrow. It's really that simple. Bureaucracy this, bureaucracy, yeah, okay, I understand all that stuff. But one day that we don't change it allows for multiple people to go through the system. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. And I'm, ta- I'm not talking about one or two. I'm talking about hundreds if not thousands of people vilified by the system. That's a problem. Yeah. And we have every opportunity right now to change it. And we, you know, here we are at at this great center and i 'm looking around the rooms and looking around at at the 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 legacy thats that 's been left in this space, you know, one constitution, yeah. one people, we are in two separate Americas, unequal and divided. Yeah. we have to do everything to join that to make it whole again and, it and it's not it 's not like it 's a hard thing mm-hmm. it's not like it 's a hard thing i 'm talking about literally we are a young country, we are on the cusp of being the best that we can be but we keep stepping one step forward 10 steps back Yeah, that's it that's 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 unacceptable
0: yeah and my final question you're getting the hero of justice award your thoughts on it as we wrap this up wow i'm honored yeah that was that was the last question okay <laughs> so, so let me just ask you that question. As we wrap this up, your your reaction. You're getting the Hero of Justice Award from an organization that fights for justice and to help innocent people like yourself.
1: I'm so honored, and I'm so thankful. And it's humbling moments like these where you can smell the roses while you're alive that it all makes sense. As you go out there and you're sacrificing. That's the other thing that the, you know, folks don't necessarily see. There's a lot of sacrifice that goes on. Mm-hmm. You know, I have ten children at home. They're like, daddy's not home again. There's, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot that goes on. So to be honored in a way that looks at you as a hero, my children already see me as a hero. But for the world to be able to say, "Wow, this is a guy who is championing the cause to make sure that the rights get righted and that we can try to fix the wrongs," I'm honored.
0: Well, thank you to Dr. Yusuf Salam. I appreciate you. Thank you as well of Flashpoint Extra. Flashpoint is KYW News Radio's weekly public affairs show. It airs every weekend on 1060 AM on your radio dial. And it comes on at 9.30 PM on Saturdays and Sunday morning at 8.30. So you can subscribe to the Flashpoint Podcast for exclusive content like this extra. You can find us on the radio.com app, the Apple Podcast app, or any podcast uh, platform. All you got to do is search Flashpoint. KYW